Welcome to Big Game Hunger, a show where me and a guest craft the big next game every episode. We'll be taking three random ingredients and blending them together into one incredible game. I'm Jenna Stieber, and I crave content. And I'm joined by Justin Green. Justin Green, who are you and what do you have a hunger for? Hi, Jenna. Uh, it's it, great to meet you for the first time today doing this <laughs> podcast. Uh, you may know me as uh, the GM for a small, adorable little podcast called <laughs> BCB Party, Burnt Cookbook Party, if you like longer <laughs> titles. Uh, you had somebody on here who said that they were the best DM uh, in podcasting. Uh, so true. I feel like I can't step on his toes. So I will say that I'm the best GM in podcasting <laughs> because we are doing Pathfinder. So it's a loophole. I love that. I think that's true. I think you're both really strong GMs, but much, much different vibes <laughs> as far as GMs go. Uh, Justin, congratulations on the highest uh, per capita lies in the <laughs> Thank you. segment Thank of you. Any, any guests so far. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, what am I hungry for? Uh, in terms of content, I'm hungry for uh, more gay shit, generally speaking. Okay. And in terms of food, I'm hungry for samosas. I could go for Ooh. a samosa right now, for sure. I could crush a samosa right now. We were just talking about how shitty Thanksgiving food is, but I feel like samosa captures a lot of Thanksgiving food-like vibes, but in a way that is palatable to me. <laughs> Yeah, because a good samosa will have like a good veg, yeah. good veg intake. It's crispy, like it's deep fried, so it's still kind of unhealthy. But then there's vegetables in it, so it's like Potatoes. not so unhealthy. Yeah, I, uh. I don't. I guess you could put a turkey, some turkey in there. I don't know. I think Oof. that might ruin it. But I, some well, of them yeah, have why meat. would you ruin a samosa like that? Okay. Are you playing anything good right now? You've probably been playing Spider-Man, right? Uh, I finished Spider-Man 2, uh, nice. one of the few games that I play. Uh, I, I'm still bad at it in the second one. Uh, I did beat it. So that's a, a win for me. Yeah. In what way are you not good at the game that you absolutely beat? <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad at video games where you have to have, <laughs> you have to pay attention, uh, and you have to have like motor skills. <laughs> not the games I usually go for. Okay. I, that's fair. I was unmedicated ADHD for so long that I really got into, <laughs> uh, as I'm sure I'll talk about later in this podcast, but like f the Final Fantasies. I was going to say. Any sort of game. You're a JRPG lad. Yeah. If I can like hyper fixate on it for like four <laughs> days, but also like get up to get a drink of water and forget that I'm playing it for one of those days, come back and like nothing's changed. Like that's the ideal game for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the the allure of the turn based combat is that if you're if you if you abandon your switch and it goes to sleep, you can return to it and be like, oh right, nothing's changed, nothing changed at all. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, that's such a great insight into your gaming habits <laughs> that I didn't have before. You, you see, like people will post like I put eighty hours into this game. I put whatever. I'm like you have you're playing this game the entire time that you have it up. Like <laughs> I'm always shocked. I'm like. I'm I'm like 200 hours into this. I'm only halfway there. <laughs> God, okay. That's incredible. I mean, especially since I this is the first time we've ever talked or met and we definitely yeah. don't know each other. This is great insight into your my first ever insight into your gaming habits. Yeah. So, have you have you played video games? <laughs> you, is that is that a thing that you like? Or are you learning Just about it through this? 
<laughs> Justine, can I tell you, before I became mildly famous on the internet for my video game opinions, I oftentimes would meet unpleasant people who <laughs> would try to start conversations with me. This happened a lot in grad school where I was studying video games, and they would try to start conversations with me about video games, and I wouldn't want to. So I would just be like, I don't play video games. Great. <laughs> just, Beautiful. <laughs> just, and that would be the and I would shut down all this conversation. But I can't do that anymore because because there's a non-zero chance somebody will be like, uh yeah, you do know about video games, and I know you know about video games. Uh, they'll start they'll recommend your own YouTube channel. <laughs> that would be um the funniest and also worst moment of my life. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to roll 3d20, and we're going to see where that lands on our spreadsheet. Oh uh, and by spreadsheet, I mean ingredient list. There, there's a, a structure, a thematic structure to this show, aka my other gaming <laughs> slash food themed show on top of Burnt yes. Cookbook Party. This is my second gaming and food themed podcast. Both of them start with a B, which is a thing I really curse myself <laughs> with. <laughs> The ingredient list is what I should be calling the spreadsheet, but I never remember to call it that. I just call it the spreadsheet. You can call it whatever you want. That's true. It's my fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, uh, you should really just tell people, like, tell your guests, whoever it is, something new every time. Like, why <laughs> why keep any consistency? I mean, <laughs> that's true. I mean, this show is mostly about entertaining me and whoever else is on the show. Uh, and I guess also the audience, but <laughs> you make a good point. Uh, okay, our three options. I'm really excited because we've gotten two uh, keywords from other guests. Great. So this is the least amount of Jenna influence of a prompt that we've ever had. Hmm. Uh, our premise is character creator. So we're not doing a full game, okay. I guess. All right. Just, well, just... we'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> it, maybe the whole game is just a character creator. We'll figure that out. The adjective uh, is from the first episode with Janet Garcia. And if you remember, in that episode, she gave us a, a made-up word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that word is is boofy, B-O-O-F-Y. Uh, it's one boofy. of my favorite TV shows, Slaying yeah. the Vampires. Uh. Yeah, Boofy the Vampire Slar. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Uh, and then our type of gameplay comes from Brooke Bright, and it is environmental narrative slash organizing game. Uh, so that's kind of like, did you ever play like Unpacked or Wilmot's Warehouse? Certainly not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Those were not even very popular games amongst people who mm -hmm. play tons of games. But they're like, they're games where you get like inventory and you have to like organize it basically. Okay. Um, unpacking is exactly, it's literally like you're moving and you're unpacking all your stuff and trying to find the optimum places for it. Um, how would that work with a character creator? I'm I'm wondering out loud. <laughs> you have to unpack um, all of his traumas. <laughs> Justin, I really like that. Uh, I was thinking you had to unpack all the bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> that comes after. <laughs> One and then the other. I like that. Okay, how do you feel about these words? Do you feel, do you want to re-roll any of them? I feel boofy about the whole thing, to be honest. So <laughs> I, 
I think it's fortuitous that we drew that word. Okay. And I feel like if we're creating a character, we can also create what that word means in the process of this. Okay, yeah, I like that. I mean, that's kind of inevitable because what, how do we, how, how, what, and why, and where? Okay, Boofy. Boofy is such a, I mean, it's really satisfying to say. Yeah, it sounds like somebody who is filled with bones, filled (laughs) with problems, (laughs) and just needs that organized a little bit. Uh, I feel like, well, Boofy, maybe it's not a fully negative thing. Like, it is something like you want to grow out of it (laughs) in the process of this character creation. You want to end up, like, feeling less Boofy. Okay, wait, you touched on something, which is that character creator, We th- in, in terms of video games, we think of that as like customizing a character that you're going to play in the game. But is life not its own kind <laughs> of character creator where you're, aren't we, are we not every day creating our character just by kind of being out there and living and having experiences? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, that's true. And Jenna, I would like to introduce somebody else on this call. This is Neve from Catfish. <laughs> who's organized this meeting uh, between us uh, to finally talk to you about these problems that you've been having. Uh, all of these accounts you're making. <laughs> you, Justin, you've got to though. You've got to keep. You've got to keep some energy in the in the pool of fish. The catfish is a vital part of an of an ecosystem. <laughs> oh, I mean, the character creation that our game could do, we could be making like faces for like people who are catfishing. Like you know, like <laughs> would that be? <laughs> is that boofy? What was the third part of this? <laughs> Environmental narrative slash organizing. (laughs) No, okay. I mean, we could, I because like I often think about the worst episode of Catfish we watched because it took place in St. Louis um, about the one guy who was genuinely catfishing like hundreds of people, hundreds of women specifically. He had like a Google Docs or something like that. I remember that one. Uh, yes, he yeah. had a Google spreadsheet keeping track of where in the relationship which each of each of these people he was in. So he would be like, you know, just intro section or flirt. I don't know what the striations that he was breaking relationships down into, but it was genuinely one of the most horrifying. And also, he didn't learn anything, and he didn't care when no. they confronted him. He was, um, and to think that if he had this video game that we're making, he would be doing, <laughs> he would not have been caught, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, Justin, he would have this. He would have this instead of actual catfishing actual people. He would have this as an outlet. That's true. We, <laughs> you like should he, get him to come on this podcast. And Justin, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want that person to know that I exist. Mm-hmm. That, that The possibility that that person is somebody I would say, no, I've never played a video game in my life to is so high. Yeah. Just the vibes. What's crazy is like, we could just run into him at Schnooks or something. (laughs) So terrifying. So terrifying. (laughs) He's just living his life, the same life that we're living. He's living Uh, too. If I owned a business, I would have taken a screenshot from that episode and put it up next to like known check bouncers (laughs) to be like, do not serve this man. <laughs> did, when you were a kid, did you get video games from Schnooks? Like, no, did you ever, oh, like, like the rent, rentals. Yeah, do video game renting? No, not really. I did know they existed, though. You could get, a, yeah, you could get them from Schnooks when they still had the video 
like VHS kiosk. Yeah. I put, I feel like the time when I was actually playing a lot of video games was like that era, like SNES <sighs> renting games from Schnooks. And they were or the grocery store. I apologize to people uh, who are in <laughs> other parts of this country or other parts of the world. A grocery <laughs> store that allowed you to rent uh, video games. And they were all bizarre i don't know if the super nintendo just was like cheaper to make video games and so like everybody was making video games like one of the games that my cousin and i would always rent was like i don't even remember what it was called but it was like the seven up mascot which is <laughs> and it, but it was like that and like the cheetos mascot like they both had snes Whoa. games and i i don't even know what the seven up he's just like a circle but like, yeah, <laughs> I wish I, I could play this game as an adult because I, I, I only remember very little pieces of it. But he's a circle that wears sunglasses and I guess he loves 7-Up. Uh, and they made a whole video <laughs> game about it. I mean, Chester Cheeto's one thing, but that guy does not have mascot brand <laughs> penetration no, at he's all. He's not hot or like, I guess like <laughs> Chester Cheeto, he's like sexual, right? Like. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I haven't seen a commercial in a long time, but like that's his vibe. He does he has kind of a Joe Camel vibe where he is like like aggressively cool. Yeah. He's like a James Dean figure. Is that what that's what I remember about Chester Cheeto? Yeah. I wish that that was still a thing. I wish I could buy a PS5 game <laughs> of like some bizarre That was like brand. hot Tony the Tiger yeah. kind of mascot game. It's yeah, a shame yeah, that yeah. those those went away they're so much more subtly integrated now like i think it was monster monster energy branded death stranding really oh i didn't know that that was a thing death yeah. stranding is that that's the one with uh the guy from the walking dead yeah i saw uh, memes about that <laughs> that's the best amount of contact you need to have with any of that <laughs> um, okay, I love the idea that this is we're un we're unpacking this character's emotional burdens. Yeah, is is it like his trauma has manifested in a physical way? Do you think, or is this more like a visual novel where we're like chatting with him, like a <laughs> therapy session? Oh man, I I mean. A visual novel is definitely more my speed. <laughs> <laughs> That's but I'm true. open I'm open to to anything. Uh if oh. I feel like there's more like marketability probably if like the trauma was like uh, had a shape or a form <laughs> a pokemon. <laughs> if the trauma manifested as as cute little animals yeah. and then we battled them, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, like uh, something like I don't know what we would put on the cover of the game or whatever digital games now they don't have covers yeah. the image of the game uh, to sell it and it's just like a man in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, are we, okay. I love the idea that this is a therapy game and that we're playing a therapist. Yes, who is trying to help this person become better. <laughs> Yes, this is great. And then I can send this episode to my therapist and be like, <laughs> look, look at all that I've accomplished. <laughs> look at all that you've taught me Yeah, <laughs> about therapizing. Is this right? <laughs> uh, well, to easily make this uh, clippable to send to your therapist, let me also introduce an idea of the evil therapist, oh. a la Hannibal. Because uh, this is a game, so you got to be able to have like choices, yes. and I think you, sh I think you should be able to be <laughs> an evil therapist trying to manipulate uh, your character into becoming a worse 
person slash better serial killer. Yeah, I do think I do think that we should let people have the choice to do that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think of all the memes that's like I I can make him better, and that and then the <laughs> sub meme that's like, bitch, I can make him worse. <laughs> that's I think that is the energy that we could have for this this character creator. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to ask this so many more times. Tell me again what the third one means. So it's kind of like we can abandon that one at any moment. And we could either either re-roll or just give up on it entirely uh, and just do visual novel. But it's in a, it, it's it's placing things. Placing. Yeah, but it's, it's organizing, okay, but okay, as okay. a video game. So it's for it's for people who just like are soothed. I hate these games for the record. <laughs> I, I hated Wilmot Wilhouse, Warehouse. It made me so stressed out. And I didn't finish unpacking because it also made me stressed out. But they're games for people who like organizing but don't like organizing their physical space. They want a game that tells them that they have done a good job organizing. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You so need that reward. Yeah, it's incentivized organizing where the 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 joy is not oh I've organized my actual space. It's like uh, the game told me I got one hundred points for organizing a space. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know. They really stress me out, so I don't often play them. Do you know? Are you familiar with in Final Fantasy VII? Uh, I know that it's a stretch, but. There is the part where Tifa goes in the cloud's mind and there's all the different clouds and she has to like essentially put him back together because uh, he's like split into a bunch of different things. Uh, that's the closest that I have, like a mindscape. I like that. Yeah, I think a mindscape is such a classic because um, there's also this game Psychonauts oh, where... I like Psychonauts. Yeah, there's like that psychic element of going into somebody's brain and that's a platformer. So I think we could rip that off or rip off this Final Fantasy bit and just make that mindscape organizing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so like maybe it's like in in the Final Fantasy version, is there like what is the gameplay element? Is it like physically putting together pieces of cloud? No, you're just you're literally just talking to him. You just talk to him in all these different points, and, and like uh, I guess like through the power of love and understanding, it heals him. Uh, but like you're Ew. not like you don't have to press the button at the right time. Like you could start doing this and then you can walk away for a couple of days, come back. He's still broken, but you you can take your time to fix him. Just like therapy. <laughs> if we want something more interactive, we could do like uh, what what is the game? Uh, Katamari. We could just Katamari yes. up their traumas. Okay. Well, what if it's like what if it's like there's five? You have five different clients. And so, like, each of their mindscape, you have to do a different kind of gameplay in order yeah. to clean them up. So, like, maybe one person suffers from anxiety and you need to go in and, like, clean out stuff. And then maybe that's like a Katamari ripoff where you're, like, literally, like, sweeping things up or, like, gathering things together. Yes. And maybe there's one person who just has, like, you know, a fractured sense of self. <laughs> <laughs> And, and what do you do with that? Is you physically put it back together again, like a puzzle? Yeah. Uh, but then maybe with that, maybe this is where you get the evil therapist angle, where it's like you're searching around and there are puzzle pieces that are good and puzzle pieces that are evil. Yeah. And you're trying to, and you get to decide like what which of these pieces you're 
putting back together again. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. I I briefly had I, I didn't keep her for long because she was a terrible therapist. But in New York, I briefly had a therapist who was like this really old lady. And I went to her being like, yeah, I'm not super happy at work. And she was like, uh, get a law degree. And I was like, what? It's <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> just immediately like, like the first, our first session together. She was like, yes. yeah, I'm kind of struggling at work. And she was like, what do you enjoy doing? And I'm like, I'm doing this research on this thing. And she's like, you should get a law degree. You should quit work and go back to school and get a law degree. And I was like, what are you talking about? Um, it's just, it was a wild experience because it's like, you're trying to exert a lot of control over my whole situation right yes. now for a therapist. That's so specific. And so... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what her deal was. Yeah. So not related to anything that you are or were doing. <laughs> no. No. It was really out of nowhere. She, she, her office was on Central Park. Like it was literally on the street bordering Central Park. And I remember talking to a friend of mine and being like, yeah, this therapist and she's terrible. And she's like, you mean that old, super rich therapist who must be rich because she has an office <laughs> on Central Park? Wow. She's out of touch. That's shocking. But yeah, <laughs> Maybe she just really needed a lawyer. Maybe that's... <laughs> because <laughs> of all of our medical malpractice <laughs> yeah. in our game like when you turn like one of them into a serial killer then the next one you've got to be like oh, now I, I gotta get a lawyer <laughs> so they can like the, the clients can like chain <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And then you you also have to get like you have to get one who trains up so like a bodyguard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you can call on just in case. You can do combos, like if one of them is like very unhappy because like he's he's lonely, then the next one, you know, you can like trick them into being friends if you're playing the good one. Uh, a, a good Wait. therapist. <laughs> that's the good that's the good therapist. <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that isn't that what therapy is? Uh, <laughs> tricking people into being better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do love the idea that there's that there are different different like kinds of therapists to be, and you've got the good ones who are trying to help people, the evil ones who are turning them into serial killers, and then kind of like a morally ambiguous one that's like, we're gonna get you to a place where you can have a relationship, and that relationship <laughs> is gonna be with my other therapist, who I've also been building up to be. <laughs> perfect match for you yes yes <laughs> this is great this is so funny uh therapy is good but you've got to get a good therapist <laughs> that's just my psa to the to the audience <laughs> <laughs> Are you a nerd, but also somebody who likes to dress nicely and kind of struggle to blend those two things that you love? Hey, I am right there with you. But if you're looking for gear that's going to make you feel and look pretty badass, may I recommend Volante Design? Their high-quality, handmade jackets bring that main character energy into your everyday life. They also bring just like style. You know, like style? They have official licenses from series like uh, Assassin's Creed, Devil May Cry. They've got Mass Effect jackets. If you've ever wanted an N7 Special Ops Mass Effect jacket, but also wanted it to be high quality and well-made, Volante Design is here for you. 
So if you're ready to invest in a stylish and high-quality jacket, you can go to volantedesign.us, that's V-O-L-A-N-T-E, design.us, and use the code BGH, all caps, for 10% off your entire order. I will also put a link in the show notes of this episode for you to click on. That's BGH, all caps, for 10% off your entire order at Volante Design. If you're enjoying Big Game Hunger and podcasts that I have been on, then you should check out some of the other shows that are part of the Multitude Collective, specifically Games and Feelings. Games and Feelings is an advice podcast about games. Join question keeper Eric Silver and a revolving cast of guests that happen to include yours truly, Jenna Stever, as we answer your questions at the intersection of fun and humanity since... You know, you gotta play games with other people, and this is a great place to learn how to do that in a good way. And they cover every kind of game on games and feelings, video games, obviously, tabletop games, party games, laser tag, escape rooms, game streams, D&D, sports, probably fight clubs. Are are those considered games? If you have a fight club-related question, send it to Games and Feelings. I'm certain they could help you out. They also have Jasper Cartwright, actor, D&D player, and host of Three Black Halflings, which you should also listen to, as a permanent guest. Eric, Jasper, and various multitude folks are recommending games, answering advice questions, and playing whatever quizzes Eric comes up with. And the weekly Games and Feelings schedule brings back the hit 2020 show, What's Your Favorite Pokemon? And Then I Say Something Nice About You, where Eric interviews people about their favorite Pokemon and then says something nice about them. If you like what you hear and you want to level up your emotional intelligence stats, subscribe to Games and Feelings now wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes every Friday. I'll see you over there. Okay, if one of the therapists is a boofy therapist, Mm -hmm. what does that mean, do you think? (laughs) (laughs) There's that one episode where the vampire is uh, like a a psych uh, major and he's like, you have an inferiority complex about your superiority complex. Uh, the, I remember the is that the episode where she they're fighting and they stop and they have like a basically a full therapy session with her, but yes. she does still kill him in the yeah, end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I remember that it was a good bit. Well, what you just described is a really self-defensive measure. <laughs> it's like, it's a, a vampire using therapy to not be staked is a really self-defensive measure. Um, so maybe the boofy therapist is one <laughs> is maybe the boofy therapist is one that is too burdened by their own anxiety to help any of their patients. Yes. <laughs> That's tragic. Overcome with boof. Overcome with boof. Burdened with boof. <laughs> uh too burdened with boof to help. <laughs> That's tragic. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh <laughs> does one of the people it is one of the people their internal mindscape Pokemon. <laughs> I think it has to be, right? I feel like <laughs> it's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> in what in what way <laughs> because it's turn-based combat and you like that yeah in terms of making money off of this game i think that it's smart to involve nintendo 
uh, immediately <laughs> out of the gate. <laughs> okay. Uh, and plus, there are Pokemon that are psychic. Maybe, maybe um. that's like we have to. <laughs> maybe Psyduck is a therapist. Whoa. Okay. The, I mean, Psyduck. We could, I mean, we could really get into like, what are the ethics of like using your telepathy as a therapist on, <laughs> on your patients? I feel like Justin, that's a great question. <laughs> really, I think that this game should just have no focus at all. <laughs> uh, you want this game to have ADHD just like you, Justin? Yes. Yeah, I think that that's uh, the ideal. I mean, the the good news is this is brainstorming, so it absolutely can, and we will not suffer any repercussions for that. <laughs> yeah, so we've got some of the therapists are serial killers. Some yeah. of the therapists, Pokemon. Some of the therapists, <laughs> vampires trying desperately not to be staked. <laughs> some of the therapists, they're just trying to, I guess... Connect their patients together to make their lives easier. Yeah, matchmakers. Um, yes, because if you if you can get somebody whose partner is willing to do the therapy, then you don't have to do the therapy, <laughs> and yes. it's like you're, that's easier uh, for you. Yeah, my therapist has been trying to like get me to go to some. <laughs> how can how can we get him out of here? When you play this episode for him, yeah. I think he's going to be like, "You're all better. You're fixed." <laughs> As long as you're medicated. He says, that, he says that at the end of every session. He's like, uh, do we need to schedule again? Or you're fixed, right? <laughs> you seem fixed. Every session. And you're like, no, I'm not. I'm actually not. This is I'm all actually I've got. not. Sorry, Brian. I'm not actually. <laughs> that has such a weird princess bride. Like, I'll most likely kill you in the morning. I'm most, I'll most likely cure you in the next time, Justin. <laughs> I love that. What are some more ways you can be a good or bad therapist? Hmm. <laughs> Um, I mean, if we're thinking about therapists, if, are we, if we're thinking about both psychics and therapists, <laughs> as I often do, um, you could just have a therapist who's trying to scam you. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because, uh, like, uh, I, I don't want you to get in trouble with, <laughs> like, the Scientologists or whatever. But they exist, <laughs> uh, all of these people who are, like, going to fix you through, like, weird... Uh, cults. Yes. <laughs> yes. But like the yes. whole cult is like organized around like, oh, it's it's empowerment. It's health. I follow yeah. this one guy on Instagram. His whole thing is like <laughs> convincing guys to jerk off together, but paying like $800 <laughs> to do it. Uh, and it's like, but it's like, it's also like through this guise of uh, mental health. It's like your well-being is being destroyed by the fact that like you're not jerking off with these all these guys and paying $800 to do it. Uh, it's in Canada. I'll send it to you, but it's wild. I, Justin, I hate to break it to you. You've already sent me. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> I've already, right. I have already seen some content from this man that you have sent me. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, since we've just met, I do like to introduce myself <laughs> by sending that video to people so they yeah, can watch it's it part first. Of is a part of it the getting to know you clips reel that you sent me, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it had that and the guy who was trying to um, undo his circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's another. I mean that's another thing we could do with the therapy. 
<laughs> I mean, if we're thinking, if we're thinking about like how to make this game and all games more gay, I think having one of the one of the therapists <laughs> trying to heal through group masturbation is just like a really great way of getting that over the line. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and a great way to make a little a little money on the side. I feel like everybody wins as long as the person uh, doing the mutual masturbation is okay with it and, and benefits <laughs> from it. I guess I guess everybody wins. How could you not benefit from it? I remember sending that to Paul now, and he looked at like the the first thing he did was like look at the form for signing up, and it found like spelling mistakes. He's like, "There's spelling mistakes." On this. <laughs> They're asking hundreds of dollars for this. They can't even spell correctly in this. Insane thing to notice. But it also feels like I I, sometimes I worry when you send those things to Paul (laughs) that one of them is going to (laughs) click. I guess I don't know that it hasn't already. I don't know what Paul's doing with his free time all the time. So not until we find out that he's on ice. Yes, yes. I'm excited to hear about uh, him eventually becoming part of a cryogenics cult. Some, some, okay, let's think of some good therapists. It's uh, so much easier to think of terrible ones because there's so many ways to be awful. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could just be like um, well trained and thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> is that good? I mean, because the, the game is, is going to have to reward you for doing a good job. Uh, yeah. And being thoughtful and, and actually organizing this person's internal brain. So that's like the true the true ending is being just a good therapist. Yeah. But the fun ending is all the other options. <laughs> Maybe if you're the good therapist, then you get to fight Severoth at the end. <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> so we've got Nintendo and Square Enix well, on the line. Because Cloud. Yeah. Should we have some sort of insurance? Mini, should, should, we, should, should we speak to like the the trouble with our like medical system uh, and how <laughs> difficult it is? Uh, some insurances won't even cover like mental health. Uh, I feel like yes, we should. I just had to switch uh, marketplace insurances because the marketplace insurance I got last year didn't cover uh, any therapy, and I'm like, actually, I need that. So. Excited yes. to get therapy next year when yes. that all kicks in. Uh, yes, there has to be an insurance minigame. Absolutely. Here, here's a question. Is is the insurance minigame like a thoughtful critique of the sometimes draconian approach to both interface and structure-wise the American open healthcare market, or should it just be more Pokemon? <laughs> I mean, why not both? I think if we have <laughs> Porygon is like on the phone with Cigna Healthcare, like trying to get, <laughs> trying to talk to a real person for like, for like two hours because just, just to get paid like a measly like ten dollars for his pay. Like he's charging his clients like you know two hundred dollars. All he's seen of that is ten bucks at the end of it. <laughs> 
that's uh, especially sad because all I can say is Porygon. <laughs> and so every every time he talks, he, he, they have to ask yes or no questions, which is going to slow it down considerably. Uh, oh, man. Oh, my God. No, you're right. It should be that and and that. There was uh, talking about more games that you definitely haven't played. Um, there was a really good like word parsing mini game called or game called uh, Baba is You that got released for the Switch. Um, where you were like trying to rearrange words. <laughs> Baba is you sounds yeah. like they got a similar prompt as Boofy and they just had to roll with it. <laughs> it is, it's kind of, yeah, it is kind of that. You had to rearrange words in order to, you would have to make sentences like rock is empty and then the rock would be an empty object that you could pass through and that's how you solved puzzles uh it was a super cute and fun game but the guy who made it made a follow-up game called baba files taxes oh no <laughs> and, and i i did buy it <laughs> and play it and it was just like this weird sad meditation uh. on how how miserable it is to file taxes when you're a freelancer and you made an independent video game that became unexpectedly popular. Uh, and it was just like this horrible draconian experience of filling it out. And I played it and felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I think that should be what this insurance mini game is. I think yes. you, it should be the part of the game where you like, that made me feel bad and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. And you, like to change things, it all, when you were talking about that, it also made me think of, uh, you know how they had those visual novels and it was like, uh, like dating a cute anime girl, but also she files your taxes. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I do remember that. That was so weird. Do you think yes. they have that this year? Cause that would might help me actually. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe like at the end of this game, like you end up with, you get insurance through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this just, <laughs> is this, okay, is this an insurance, okay, this is an insurance marketplace filing game. Yeah. <laughs> that is also all of the other things. <laughs> <laughs> Every time uh, that you complete, like, one of the, you, you do one of the correct, like, therapy things, then it, like, puts some of your information into, like, the online form. <laughs> if you and if you if you lose this game, you do not get insurance. <laughs> Justin, that means there's gonna be a moment where this video game asks you for your social security number. <laughs> are, you, are you gonna give a lapis your social security number? I, I would. I would trust lapis. <laughs> You're gonna give 100%. a fucking Clefairy. Oh my god. I don't know. I. If we're talking about trustworthiness of Pokemon, I would rate Clefairy pretty low. Wow, Clefair, really? I don't I don't know. I think it's like they look like maybe they're cute, but then the teeth are kind of like a giveaway. Like they're <laughs> up to some shit. Those are not those are like teeth of a predator. <laughs> they do they are weirdly sharp. I think that's fair. I guess um, the optimum Pokemon, the Pokemon I would feel most comfortable giving my healthcare personal information <laughs> to, the one I feel it would least violate HIPAA is Chansey. Because I think Chansey is just yes. a nurse Pokemon, right? Yeah, for sure. Chansey has a medical degree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I trust Chansey for sure. I would love to play a game where Chansey helps me navigate the health marketplace in America. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Chansey is like really maybe our only choice for like what the good, like the interesting good therapist is, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you see, it's it is interesting that Boofy could also be a Pokemon name. <laughs> yes, I think isn't there one called? It's like the Buffalo. Am I making that up? I'm not good at uh, the new ones. It? Hold on, Pokemon Boofy. Let's, let's from both frantically, frantically Google. Came up with something called Boofy gets loved, but I don't think that that's a real thing. Well, don't click on that. <laughs> Take that off air, Justin. Uh, Buffalo Pokemon. Boofalot? Pokemon Boof. That didn't find anything either. I feel like I'm going to get into some weird sexual shit that I didn't know existed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it will be nobody's fault but your own because of how you <laughs> fucking poisoned your Google search. Um, there, Boofalot is a Pokemon. Great. So maybe Boofy, maybe we're making... That's the only unique Pokemon to this <laughs> Nintendo game is that there is one. It, they have to make an entire new generation naming for it because yes. it is technically one brand new Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Boofy is like a pre-evolution for Boofalot. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I'm glad we finally definitely decided what Boofy is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, Chansey's obviously the good one. I guess the serial killer Pokemon would be like Ditto. Who would who would be the Pokemon therapist <laughs> that is the serial killer one? What's the one that is like he's got knives for hands? Oh, is it? I mean, Scyther has. I think Scyther. Oh, Scyther. Has. That wasn't what I was thinking of, but I do like that. I'm googling Pokemon knives for hands. Scyther was the first hit, so maybe, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, it looks like a cat. The one I'm thinking of looks like a cat. A cat with uh, there's nice. There's one with like whole sword hands now. These Pokemon. There, there is also a Pokemon up. that is just swords. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I see him now. Yeah, I like Scyther because it's an early Gen one. Yeah, they know it. Yeah, killing, killing people. <laughs> uh, okay. My oh, God, I feel great. About this this real mess of a mess of a game that we've composed, <laughs> it's got a lot in it, and it's going to make people, I think, pretty unhappy. <laughs> yeah, but think of how happy they'll be when Chansey is fighting Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be ecstatic. That makes me ecstatic. Oh my god, I like Chansey. Yeah, Chansey, underrated, I think. Underrated Pokemon. Yeah. Um, okay. God, is there anything else we need to let's we should figure out a name for this game. Oh Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we already have a subtitle which is filled with bones, filled with problems. Uh, <laughs> I wrote that down earlier. That has to be the subtitle for it. Um, but I don't know what a good because uh, you we've we've really pushed the boat out on what kind of game this is, and the, unfortunately, the name unpacking is already taken, because uh, that's such a good like therapy mindscape kind of game. We could do like uh like you know CBT uh not cock and ball torture Jenna cognitive <laughs> behavioral therapy. Uh, we could do something, but we could be like cognitive boofy therapy because I think we gotta get boofy in there. Um, could it be chancy boofy therapy? Is that anything? <laughs> I feel like, I think the T has to be something different too. We've gotta go. We've gotta go completely away from anything that makes 
<laughs> any sort of sense. I mean, if it's just CBT, then it could be Chansey Boofy torture, but that doesn't really make sense either. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, what is any Pokemon <laughs> that starts with a T? Is Pterodon? That's nothing. A Tyrannosaur- there's a Tyranitar, Tyrannosaurus, something. The, no, Tang- those are just oh, dinosaurs. Tangela, t- t- I do love, I fucking love Tangela. Known for my love of Tangela <laughs> or Tangrowth. Maybe yeah. tan growth, because then it's like personal growth. Yes. <laughs> um, it, yeah, I feel really good about that. Do you know what if the Pokemon, the Pokemon evolve when they are like they're better mentally, <laughs> their mental health improves, <laughs> and then they evolve. It's like when they introduce <laughs> happiness. Uh, like some of them have to be like happy. I like uh, what I like about that is that you've once again rewritten the entire concept of the game <laughs> to be that we're giving therapy to Pokemon, which has never been on the table. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. You're right. The, the Pokemon are the therapists. But yeah, but maybe people, humans start to evolve. <laughs> we're forcing evolution. Are you okay? But do you mean like an emotional evolution or are you talking about like. Okay. Well, okay. What if? (laughs) What if when you achieve your therapist desires, aka turning all of your characters into to serial killers, or getting them all to hook up with each other, or getting them all to masturbate in a group together, that is when your Pokemon therapist evolves. Yes, they have achieved that internal peace. Because you know, therapists are people too. They got their own needs and desires. Yeah, I do. I I love that. I do think though it would be great if like oh I I've let go of like all of the hatred I have for my father and then I grow like a Bulbasaur bulb on my back. <laughs> so terrifying, Justin. That's so terrifying because then if you meet somebody on the street who's in like who's like in their forties and is just a normal human, then you know either they are really fucked up inside or they've had such a chill life that they have never needed therapy, which I don't believe exists. I think everybody needs therapy. But that means if you see somebody who is just a normal human, you're like. That person has never been to therapy and has never had an emotional breakthrough, and you better fucking stay away. Yeah. But then you see somebody who's like covered in tentacles because they've had so <laughs> many breakthroughs, and it's like, ah, this person's healthy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like the the what powers you get could be based on like what sort of trauma that you had to begin with, like. <laughs> It's like, okay. oh, I don't trust anybody. I'm a fire type. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. I run hot. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I yeah. I'm just like I I I'm clingy. I I just hold on to people too much. So I am a water type. I don't know. I don't yes. know why. Yes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too, Justin. Unexpectedly into that that um because there's something really horrible and really upsetting about that um that there's something yeah just like inherently the idea that you'd see somebody whose body has been horrifically transformed and you're like ah health that's it yes. healthy yes. so so good inside yes. uh is it called chancy boofy tang tang yeah, for sure <laughs> for sure it has to be <laughs> and then there's going to be all sorts of think pieces that are like 
Chansey Boofy Tangrowth really gets to the heart of the insurance problem gripping our nation. (laughs) (laughs) And then people play it and like, actually, the insurance mini game, first of all, it did help me get health insurance. But also, it was only like 15 minutes. (laughs) It's such a streamlined approach to healthcare. Uh, But it is like a 20 hour game. But no, here's what, okay, here's the problem is everyone, it's like, yeah, it's like a 20 hour game. But then when you play it, it's like, it's actually only four hours. What's happening? And everyone's like, oh, well, I, I had to I had to leave a bunch. I had to kind of set aside the controller and take some breaks. In yes. This one. Yes. I mean, that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Nobody goes to therapy um, eight hours a day, except for therapists. <gasps> um, hey, this is a great game, Justin. We yeah. made a great game. I'm really, really happy, happy about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love to plug uh, uh, our podcast, which is Burnt Cookbook Party, BCB Party on social medias. Uh, hey. if pe- are people still doing that? <laughs> they shouldn't. Oh, I, no, <laughs> Get bad. off of there. <laughs> our, game, our game's not real, so you've got to take matters into your own hands. Uh, <laughs> don't go on social media. Do no, go to a go listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> go to therapy and listen to Burnt Cookbook Party, our extremely good actual play podcast. It's really funny and weird. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, do you feel like this conversation has been a good representation of the energy that they will experience in BCBP? Yes, I think so. And I feel like this is probably the start of a beautiful friendship between us, Jenna. I feel like <laughs> I could see us uh, hanging out together for a decade, uh, making weird shit together. Maybe like 18 years at this point, Justin. Yeah. Decade is actually probably a lowball estimate <laughs> if I had to guess about <laughs> our future. Yeah, hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big Game Hunger is a part of Multitude Collective, a podcast edited and mixed by the talented Misha Stanton and created and hosted by me, Jenna Stever. To support this show directly, subscribe at patreon.com slash the Jenna. Justin, what is one word, adjective, gameplay type, premise, etc. that you want to add to the ingredient list? I would like to add bisexual. Ooh. A little something for you. <laughs> I love that. I might add, gay is not on this list, but I might add gay as well. I might add just a bunch of stuff. Yes. Yeah, I like the idea of having on... Uh, a straight guest and then getting the gay adjective and then having to help them parse that. Yeah. A real, like, Disney's first gay character moment. We should, our character creator should have been make Disney's first gay character and you just make them over and over again. They never do it. Like, as soon as you make it, it it does nothing and leaves. Yeah. You click complete your character and it deletes it. You have to start all over. Justin, that's... That's a freebie for some that's a freebie for another episode. <laughs> That's actually like a really <laughs> a sick burn for like a political art game. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um, that's perfect. Justin, thank you for being on this show. No problem. Thanks for having me, Jenna. You're welcome. Thank you, audience, for listening to Big Game Hunger. And don't forget to, don't forget to wish list Chansey Boofy Tangrowth on Steam <laughs> to release date TBD. <laughs> 